0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to Discern Daily, a show on the Majesty's Men for Seeking Truth. My name is Pate, and I'm the host of Discern Daily. And if we're not connected yet on social media, make sure you find us on Twitter, Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can, you know, get notified when we post new episodes, but so that we can connect and hopefully have a discussion together. But if you missed the last episode that we did, it was episode 29, and I brought my friend Jonathan Hayashi onto the show, and we discussed how God is moving in Japan. So Jonathan recently took a trip to Japan and uh, we talked about different ways that God is moving and I thought it was beneficial and really cool to hear how God is moving because you know God is always at work and we can't always see how he's at work, especially when it's happening on the other side of the world. So it was cool to hear from Jonathan about how God is moving and how we can partner together. Um, to support the work that God is doing there. So if that's something that piques your interest, make sure you check out episode 29, How God is Moving in Japan. On this episode today, I kind of want to discuss forgiveness, right? So forgiveness is, you know, one of those things that matters a lot, but we'll we'll never be awesome at it, but we should try. And I want to title the episode something along the lines of, you know, Christians are forgiven, and can't not forgive because we are forgiven people and we should be marked by forgiveness. And I recently came across an article on 1517.org titled Out of Ammo by author Brandon Hansen. And this, this article was great. I appreciated it. It was challenging for me to read through and examine myself with. But um, I want to recommend it to you and I want you to read it and hopefully... Um, discuss some different um, challenges that I thought were beneficial from it, but the art, the overview of the article can be understood where Brandon writes, "We expect the world to shoot its wounded, but not even the world expects Christians to shoot their wounded." End quote. Um, so yeah, it seemed Brandon Hanson was referring in the article to things like you know survival of the fittest you know, betraying one another, putting yourself first, um, you know, because this world is about winning or losing. It's about defeating or being defeated. But then Brandon writes, quote, but the church doesn't have mantras, mottos, and slogans like these. Scripture teaches us to love our enemies, pray for those who persecute us, and that Jesus isn't for winners, but losers. The church, as the embassy of heaven on earth, teaches unearned, unmerited favor and forgiveness. Um, You know, forgiveness is something no Christian does perfectly, right? That's a no-brainer. But we should, as Christians, as Christ followers, be marked by forgiveness. You know, do you know people, or do people know you for like holding grudges? or gossiping or belittling others, or are you known for being gracious, humble, and forgiving others unconditionally? I think this is worth like asking ourselves, because if we're going to bear fruit, if we're going to make a positive impact in the world, we have to be marked by forgiveness. And so, man, I just want to encourage you to read the full article by Brandon because it really gets you thinking. Um, Now, there's a section later in the article which I love, and this is the reason why I'm recommending the article, because when I was reading this, I was like, ooh, there is a lot in that. So, I just want to share this excerpt with you where Brandon writes, how often God freely forgives men who return the favor by only forgiving others based on a catch-22 of as many or more conditions, and still God forgives us again and again and again. For all our talk, maybe our trouble to forgive isn't that we haven't been taught and lectured and preached and talked at enough about forgiveness. Perhaps it's that we don't actually believe God in Christ has reconciled the world to himself. Maybe it's not that we don't intellectually understand the concept of forgiveness, But that we disbelieve that kind of forgiveness has really been extended to us. We don't take that check to the bank. We're afraid it will bounce. So we stuff it in our Bibles along with another 20 checks there from earlier Sundays this year where we heard the forgiveness of our sins proclaimed. No wonder when we have to forgive others, we can't do it. We have nothing in our spiritual banks to forgive others with. We can only forgive others as God in Christ has forgiven us. Maybe the command isn't as much of an imperative as it is a call to recognize an obvious fact. When you forgive, you are only forgiving because God has forgiven you in Christ. As you are in Christ, so too are you able to forgive. If God hasn't forgiven you, and if you aren't in Christ, then any attempt at forgiveness are going to be pointless. You will fail to forgive because you failed to grasp the fact that you've already been forgiven by God of more sins you've committed against God than all the sins the world could ever commit against you, end quote. Woo-wee! Like, there is a lot in that. It makes me think of, like, how about 1 John four nineteen through 20? We love because he first loved us, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen. Yeah, so maybe it's just me, but I would do well to think on all of this and examine myself on how well I'm doing at like, forgiving others. And it's not just on social media. However, social media could be the place where we often... Fail the worst at forgiving others, but this is for like all areas of life. Let us be marked by forgiveness. If we've been changed by the love of God, let us make a difference in the world. And not only that, but we need to have you know, forgiveness change our mindset. We need to have the mindset of we are forgiven, and I'm going to forgive others, even as we practice discernment or exercise discernment. You know, I think like, especially when I look at social media and stuff like that, I think many believe that they're going to make a difference for Christ by being right or like correcting others the best. Like, good luck with that. Let me know how many disciples you make by correcting, other, correcting them more than anyone else. Like, we need to try humbling ourselves and letting others wrong us only to repay them with service and love as Christ did for us, right? Like, that's like the gospel. But I love how Brandon writes at the end of the article. He says, quote, A bank account full of forgiveness means your ammunition to shoot others has run out. Boom. Like, I love that. Like, that right there is a great example of someone who is changed by the gospel and is embodied by the gospel and is filled with the Holy Spirit. Like, they're not out to shoot others. Um, I just love that. Um, Yeah, we need to be marked by that. I totally believe that. Now, note, there are consequences if you decide that you're going to hold back forgiveness. And sometimes it's not a conscious effort to to hold back forgiveness, but sometimes we just, we don't even We don't even put ourselves in a position or a mindset that I'm going to be a forgiving person. Um, There are consequences to holding back forgiveness from others. Matthew 6.15 says, If you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I mean, that's harsh, but that's true. And, you know, we love because He first loved us, and we need to let that change us from the inside out. So I think all of this is worth talking about and and sharing. So I would love to turn it over to you now. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on anything that kind of we've mentioned on here. Have you seen lately any good or bad examples of forgiveness? Um, Let us know. So take a moment to read this article by Brandon Hanson for 1517.org. Share your thoughts about it. Leave me a comment somewhere and let's seek the truth together.